Okay. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to the Commented Podcast where we talk about um movies, TV shows, popcorn, boys. Mm. Um um the weather. It's raining where I'm at. I hope it's not raining where you're at. <laughs> I'm Tori. I'm Marin. And it's just the two of us again today. We promised that we were going to do a review for the first two episodes of Secret Force Season 2 because whew, we've been waiting for too long and I just need to talk. We need to have to discuss. Like, we yeah. texted each other, but it was very minimal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, so I'm ready. So if you do not know, Secret Forest, aka Stranger, if you're watching it on Netflix, is um, a first a season came out in 2017. It is a crime suspense thriller show and the first two episodes just uh were giving to us aired live subtitles and all last week so we decided we would release this episode before this week's um new episodes three and four and i just do we want to jump into like overall feelings before we get into the breakdown yeah i think we should just talk about how we felt maybe about the first two episodes in general or do you want Mm -hmm. to do like individually i mean we could just do general and then we could like just jump into like scene by scene stuff i have a recap pulled up drama beans we love you amazing keep working it (laughs) so you go first bear okay so episode one um i will say that it didn't leave me like I don't know what is it like just really on like the edge of my seat or anything it just to me it established a storyline so pretty much we got an introduction to all the characters except for two of them Mm -hmm. um like we saw all of them except for two of them and then it just it hinted at something and that's how it ended I didn't think it was boring or anything I was definitely invested Mm -hmm. but um I like as I said I was just like okay so this is episode one Okay, okay, yeah. I I pretty much had the same. I was like, this is slow. Especially after rewatching the first season. I was just like, whoa, we were off on a roller coaster from the very beginning. Yeah. This one looks like it's gonna be a slow burn and I kind of love that. Like a lot of um when seasons are written by the same people, mm-hmm. they rely on the same techniques and it takes a lot to come out of that technique. I'm saying that as a writer because it's very hard for me not to write the same shit over and over <laughs> and over again. So the fact that we we had a murder case or we had a case but we don't it wasn't the same as season one I kind of love that it's starting off on a slower beat because we know everybody we know the characters Mm -hmm. we know something's gonna go down we just don't know when now like something went down (laughs) in season one (laughs) the first five minutes the first five minutes of episode one we were like there's a murder there's a murder (laughs) we have to get to the murderer and this one is like very it's like familiar but mm-hmm. unfamiliar because we just don't know what's gonna happen exactly. and it's like it, it i'm it, i'm intrigued i was very intrigued and i was just really happy to see everybody like y'all don't know the struggle if you are an asian drama fan you know the struggle of when they say they're gonna have a season two and the whole cast changes <laughs> the whole cast changes and they gave us the entire cast like the entire cast is back like the main cast like the police officers are still the same most of the prosecutors the familiar faces are still the same like of course it's going to be new people but like they'll change the main character like the leading actor look at me like maybe one or two maybe a cameo but like the whole cast is gone <laughs> just gone okay so 
I guess we'll just we'll just we'll just get into this because like if you haven't watched season one, I mean season two. Oh, season one too. If you haven't watched season one, if you haven't watched season two, one and two, the first episode, yeah. don't listen to this. No, <laughs> go watch that and then come back, and then you know we'll we'll sit here and laugh together. Now, um, season two, episode one, we just kind of just start off in the fucking fog. <laughs> Can yeah. I just tell you? It's heavy. I was I was over here like um. <laughs> I'm glad he's driving slow, cause right. First of all, I was like, first of all, you would never catch me out here in this fog. No. <laughs> Second of all, Hong Shimuk does not know how to drive. What <laughs> the fuck is he doing out here in this fog in the middle of the night near a a, a beach? The sea, the ocean is on the other side of the road. <laughs> I was just like, he know he don't need to be driving. I did um like how season two also started with him first, just like yes. season one did. Yeah, him driving again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now wait, yes. <laughs> the first scene in the in episode one of season one is him in a car. <laughs> exactly. Mm. So we're in this fog, right? It's heavy fog, y'all. I'm not talking about no light, like midday like early morning fog no it's dark <laughs> we're in the fog he's driving slow um he has no dialogue for like the first three minutes of this episode because <laughs> we're just kind of listening to the radio talk about how it's foggy and they closed off the beach and then nobody should be at the beach because it's foggy <laughs> when i tell you every single time this show had the news playing in the background i was listening oh I was, yes like, i feel like i'm missing something <laughs> and there was so much of it he was i was listening to him like the radio i was listening to um Bedona's character when yes. the news was playing i was like there's something something's about to happen right here and this yes. is important also they hit us in the gut because the first the beginning of oh, the, this yeah. episode is chang jun's voiceover yeah. and i was just sitting here oh no no oh, i was like he gonna, <laughs> gonna hit us like, like that Oh, y'all just not gonna after after what the end of season one, y'all just gonna be like, but his memory still lives yeah. on in season two. So we love that. And so he's driving, he gets a call from his assistant. He's like, Hey, the our boss is already here. This is your go away party. What you doing? What you not, you know, why are you not getting here? He's like, Well, I can't get there any faster. <laughs> There's fog out. <laughs> so he didn't say all that. She moved to just like, I can't get there any faster than hung up the yeah. phone. <laughs> If he, if he had a little bit more attitude, you know, a little bit more emotion, he would have given him a little sass. But he right. was just like, I can't, like, realistically, I cannot get there in time. Right. And so he slows down. He stops a little. He opens up his window. We kind of hear something in the distance. But, you know, um, it's creepy. Then, you know, he we, we get out the fog, get into the city. He dr- He's literally pulling up to the hotel or whatever to meet his, you know, colleagues. And over the uh, the police drive by behind him, back towards the beach. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Oh, we have a case." So he just turned around. <laughs> he, just, he just turned around and went back to the beach. Not like there's a whole bunch of people waiting for him, but <laughs> that's Shibu, and he's just gonna do whatever the hell he wants. So we arrive at the beach to find um a young man. And to find out that two of his friends have um, drowned at sea, presumably from drinking. Um, they were teenagers. They were in college. It was their first, you know, road trip. And while he was away, the boys who were drunk 
came to the beach, um, went to the ocean, basically, and drowned. So this is our case, you know? <laughs> it's not as shocking as last season, but still, <laughs> it's a lot. So then we cut to Bedona's character who's in her bed and she's looking through Instagram and she's, you know, jealous of these people who are going to like Marvel conventions because she loves comics. And on this guy's Instagram, he there's a picture of him and this girl and they talk about how they they basically take pictures of a crime where they <laughs> where they cut down the the rope that was tapering off the beach so you know nobody got into the ocean and could hurt themselves in this fall <laughs> couldn't understand why you like you would think like maybe like this this rope was preventing them from going into the beach mm-hmm. like they couldn't just like duck down or jump over this thing no so i was just i was like <laughs> what was the purpose why why did you break it right they're just you know rich brats assembly yeah. So, you know, this kind of starts, Benona figures out that this case happened um, in Tongyeon, which is where Shimuk is stationed. So he, she calls him. It's like, hey, did y'all have a case of a drowning yesterday? And so she's like, she's suspicious because the picture that she was looking at last night gets erased. Yeah, like she's he- looking at it and literally the dude deletes it off his Instagram. She's like, police officer tingling points. That's suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> So she calls, she was just like, yeah, you might want to look into this some more because, you know, I have a hunch and, you know, hunches are good or whatever. And so we find out that um, Yojin has been promoted to the National Police Agency or well, not promoted. She's been dispatched there because the big overall theme of the season seems to be that the prosecutors and the police are going to be at each other's throats because they're yeah. fighting over case rights. Who gets to lead the investigation and close the investigation of cases, correct? If I'm not correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they have a talk. Shimuk decides to go back to the scene of the crime to look what's up, even though he's being transferred to Wonju, another area, um, that day. <clears throat> and so uh, Yojin calls Yongsan Police Station, and we get to see the police team. I was so happy to see them. They're, like, literally, <laughs> they're literally the same actors. I loved this scene because, you know, a lot of times when you watch crime shows, you don't mm-hmm. get to see the digital investigation investigative work unless it's a part like it's a like that's the whole point of the show like we're at the digital investigation team like most of the time it's like hey i need this and then they just make a call and then we come back with the results so watching the detectives sit here and go through this guy's instagram and find you know his girlfriend's account and all this stuff i was like that's really cool and it kind of brings everything into the 21st century because first of Mm -hmm. all you committed a crime why are you taking pictures of that So they find out who he is. Um, Shimu goes back to the scene of the crime. He figures out that a lighter was used to cut the rope. And so then uh, Yonjin and um, Gun decide, Gun go to the, uh, uh, what is it? A hotel that has a really expensive ass uh, gym membership. Yeah. <laughs> They kind of tag team to get the information. They find out the guy's name, find out his address, go to his house. They wait for him. They're talking. It's all good. Just as they leave, the guy pulls up. They go back to him. They bring him in for questioning. So she sends him to Youngsan Station. And we go back and Yojin goes back to the National Police Agency where we get to meet her boss and learn that she is a part of the committee that is bringing up policies that are going to be held at the meeting between the prosecution and the police department yeah. but we're also finding out that the pl- pos- the police 
and the prosecution. Ooh, that's gonna take a lot for me to say. They're both playing dirty by like bringing up articles on each other, talking about which you know d- which department is more corrupt, and they shouldn't have the rights over the case. Because right now, I think for the longest time, the prosecution has the rights to open and close cases. Yeah, <clears throat> I think in Korea, I think that's like that in America too, right? I honestly, I don't. I'm gonna. I don't know. Like, I'm going to be real honest. I really don't know. Somebody never... let us know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then we basically go back to Shimuk, who's trying to, you know, look again to the case and seeing, you know, what more could they have missed. And then we find out that the guy, the rich guy who got brought up for questioning goes to the victim's friend and it was just like, I'm they're, well, they're planning to bribe him so he doesn't say anything. But he, the boy is just like, it was so foggy. If I saw you, you would have saw me. So what do you mean you're going to bribe me and tell me not to say anything? They're dumb because they're using, first of all, <laughs> they're, they're using, um, what do I call it? A very mean tactic. Instead of just like talking to him and asking him if he saw anything. They're like, hey, yeah, you little sucker. And I'm just like, this is aggressive for no reason. <laughs> And also another key point to note is that the rich guy's lawyer is a former judge. So that's going to come in later. Um, We have another scene between the National Police Agency. You know, they're saying that the director is going to get arrested. The prosecution is looking to arrest him because he leaked information to somebody. And then um, (coughs) Shimuk, it ends basically with the case being closed of the kids drowning as an accident. There was no foul play involved. They were drunk. Yeah. They got into the ocean. One tried to save another and they couldn't and because they were inebriated. And so Shimuk was like, well, this case was closed really, really fast because, you know, this is only happening like over a day. And guess whose signature <laughs> is on the case closed file? His senior who got promoted to chief prosecutor in the last season. Um... Chief Prosecutor Kong, and it's like the look on Shimuk's face is like, do I really have to sit here and suspect yeah. another one of my seniors for corruption? Not, not again. This again. again. Like it's just that feeling of like, oh shit. Yeah. But so far, I don't think that's the route that this is gonna go. I don't think it doesn't so. look like there's gonna be like corruption in the prosecution is the, are gonna be our main focus. I yeah. think it's gonna be corruption corruption in the police department is what I think mm-hmm. is going to be because the case that they're talking about if we move on to episode 2 we will find um some more some more shit's going down so um what were your thoughts about the end of episode 1 like when we saw the signature we put a, a name to the face and I I honestly I was just confused because I really I didn't think there was going to be about corruption inside the prosecution again and so when Mm -hmm. i saw him i was just like what exactly are they trying to like are you trying to make me think this man is corrupted because i don't like you're not going to make me believe that right 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 oh yeah that's what i was thinking to make sure everybody's on the same page um this is three years in between seasons so we don't know what happened during these three years yeah (laughs) so it's gonna be interesting so basically uh oh yeah so basically, Shimuk follows some witnesses, you know, see, she said that the elderly woman who lived nearby heard the college students, you know, go out around 8 p.m. We go back to the National Police Agency where Yojin is stunned and um, to find out 
that the director of the International Bureau is being called in by the prosecution, but the police department is, you know, giving him protection by arresting him first instead of letting the prosecution drag him to their office. So there's a lot of territorial fights going on between these two departments. So then Shimu calls Yojin and um, we know that the case has been closed. So we kind of moved on from the case to the focus is this fight between the prosecution and the police. And so Chief Choi, Choi B, I love her name. Her name is Choi B. And it's just, it's a very cute name. <laughs> but who is uh, the chief over the team for the police department? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sorry, my dog. Okay. (laughs) So, Chief Choi decides that she's going to go visit the um, the student that didn't drown. So, the victim's friends. She's going to go visit his father. She visits his father. The father cries about how he couldn't, you know, buy his son's shoes. She gets a picture of the three friends that was taken the day before the drowning, and she basically goes in front of the press and it's just like, see, um, well, oh, let me explain why the press is there. Basically, there was news that went out that um, the prosecution is showing special treatment to the suspect because his lawyer is a former judge. And also because Shimuk filed a complaint and thinks that the case needs to be looked into further. So all of that information got um, leaked out into the news via the police department. And she's basically staging an act in front of the press to be like look the prosecution is doing special treatment they're not looking into this case further you know because you know the lawyer is a former judge da 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 you know the blue veil and all that good stuff and so then you know she apologized it's just like I'm sorry the prosecution didn't try harder and I was like oh she's coming out with the claws (laughs) she is I was like okay okay we love we like I can't hate her because like you're, you want your department to have more control over the cases and yeah. from what you see in a lot of crime dramas around korea the prosecution are usually assholes yeah. <laughs> usually you always you always see the cops going <clears throat> to their office and like yelling at them or throwing them and being like why did you close this case or why are you doing this yeah 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 which is probably why a lot of last season was around corruption in the prosecution office yeah so you know the press is at the victim's dad's house press is at the prosecution office where they're um questioning the chief prosecutor who is Shimuk senior you know we're on this thing Shimuk is you know being dispatched to a different office in Wonju when he gets a call from his former office just like uh you're not going to Wonju no more <laughs> he's like well then where am I going he's like we don't know you just want to chill for a little bit he's like okay <laughs> like he doesn't question it if this was anybody else they'd be like the fuck you mean where am i going then tell me where i'm going he's like all right so he pulls it to a uh whoa i can only think of the word in korean what the hell is this <laughs> you guys what it's a uh, rest stop uh, there we go <laughs> forgive my bilingual brain um until a rest stop and he kind of just sits there for hours you know he he sits there for hours he finally gets out the car to get food and then his phone rings i was so mad at the writer i was like it is season i said eat it eat the food before you go (laughs) i was like it is season two let my boy eat in peace (laughs) 
They do this again later on the episode. A little they thing, do. But, they oh, do God. it twice. And he's the type of person that once he's been called, he's not going to sit there and eat. Like most people would be like, well, y'all make me wait for this many hours. I'm going to eat my food and then go. Yeah. He's like, no, I got to go now. <laughs> is he not malnutrition are y'all starving my son good god so basically he gets called into the national prosecutor's office i think that's what this is called i want to say it's the national prosecutor's office but it's the big agency like over the entire prosecution he's been told that he's been you know basically promoted to be a part of the team that's going to be um going against the police department for commission for case rights coming um coming up so he basically gets his promotion out of nowhere <laughs> um most in the his Promote. boss is i guess prosecutor Wu. we'll just call him prosecutor Wu. so um woo is just basically like yeah we you know we, we we love to have you you know you've you've done the special team thing before you know there were a few people against it and so she was like oh okay and so he basically tells him you know you can go rest and come in tomorrow and you know he basically finds a hotel or whatever um and the next day he goes to his senior's office the senior whose signature was on the closed case file and they basically talk and you know his senior is mad he's like why did you why did you put in a complaint to have the <laughs> to have the case relooked at i love the quotation marks of this this uh recap said this fight is so petty they're so petty (laughs) they're making the most pettiest remarks but anyway so they're making the most pettiest remarks against each other because they've known each other for and but shibuk is not his feathers are not rustled or whatever but he's just basically saying you know um He's like, it'll be the biggest disgrace in the prosecution's 70-year history because they know Shimuk is a very neutral person. Like, if he... Most people who are on the teams for the police department and for the prosecution are willing to fight for their department to get the case rights. But Shimuk, who is a true neutral, like, the man doesn't... (laughs) The man has, you know, leans more towards the good side, but, like, at the end of the day, if he had to put his mama in jail, he probably would. (laughs) that's the kind of character he is so he's not really gonna fight in my head not gonna fight for the prosecution 100 percent. like no. we have like he's not gonna do underhanded dirty tactics to get the prosecution to have all the rights to close cases or whatever and so they have this 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 petty ass argument and it's so funny because as she was leaving he's like how did you know it was me well first of all he asked him what's a special treatment and the prosecutor Kong is like no it wasn't special treatment and then his senior asked him how did you know it was me he was like there just like there's only a few people who know me who have that much power to say that they don't want me on the team and you're one of them <laughs> it's not that hard <laughs> so we uh, this scene ends and we jumped to see our girl Yonje, who is now the CEO yes. of Hanju, who is still a kind of neurotic case. And I love her as a powerful person, but also they're really just sitting here talking about illegal shit. Yes. <laughs> She's over here like figure out how to make it not illegal, but also like <laughs> I need like I need a good what is she looking for? Like a I prosecutor? Think- a lawyer, lawyer. She needs a yeah. really good lawyer. Yeah, so basically what's happening here is um, her team is looking to find advisors for tax exemption. 
Yeah. Like they don't make enough money already. (laughs) (laughs) They're looking for advisors of tax exemption. And according to the law that is said in the drama, um, people who were like um, officials, like congressmen and things like that can't be hired for private businesses until three years after their term is ended. But obviously she don't give a fuck. She's like, make this shit happen. (laughs) She's like, I want them as my advisors so we don't have to pay taxes. So find them. Get it done. And so as they're talking about this, um, they're also talking about a lawsuit that the prosecution is obviously going after Hanju. Hanju is a huge company and their CEO for the longest time was trash. Um, that hasn't changed. <laughs> they're still doing the most illegal stuff. And so, but one of her assistants come back in. Also, wait, let me say this and then we'll talk about that in a second. Her sister comes back in and basically t- tells her that um, the newspaper is running a piece about how, one, she used her husband to get rid of um, father and her half-brother so she can own the company. And two, the newspaper is also running a special about how um, Shimuk literally went on national television after... Um, Chung Jun died and made him into a hero instead of the snake that he was. Fuck Sung Moon Daily, because they, they come in next and I can't wait. <laughs> but did you feel something between this little new character, her little assistant, lawyer, yes. whatever? Oh. I said, my, my little interest, <laughs> I was like, oh, I was like, okay, well, number one, because I recognize that actor, like, I can't place a name on him, on him but mm-hmm. I was like, okay, so he's gonna be a little bit more important than just a little, you know, side little, character or something right just not her little underling because like yeah. he's like able to deal with her like she's freaking out like yeah. y'all know if you've watched this drama you know young is a character she's she's a spoiled rich brat who gets whatever she wants and that has not changed as a grown for woman <laughs> but the, the the relationship between her like she loved her husband a lot so when his character came up with the way, way he's taking care of her i was just like i, like, I oh. don't know if i love this or hate it i, was like, like, I, I honestly thought he was about to hug her for a second i thought Same. i thought he was gonna what i the scene was all the old men walk out and the doors are open i thought he was gonna wait close the door and then a smile was gonna break on his face but he was still serious i was like okay right. i was like okay so maybe Maybe that's not it. Maybe it's not a little secret relationship, but mm-hmm. um, we'll see. It actually now I'm excited to see what their relationship is. Right. And I also kind of just want to see where she's gonna go in the story because I mean it's yeah. only episode two, but I really thought the moment um they showed us um her character, it would be mm-hmm. her like talking shit about um Hong Shimok, but it wasn't right? at all. So now yeah. I'm really interested to see what her, what her character is gonna go through. I wonder if she like hates him for being close to her husband like a jealousy type thing more than she hates him for his death because it was it was obviously his choice to die yeah like that was his end game whether shimuk revealed all of his you know plots or not like he was not he was refused he was not going to stand in court as a defendant that's what he kept saying so i think she might be jealous of shimuk my thing for her character i think she might be jealous of shimuk for being with her husband in his last moment like he sent her away like everything was normal that's my thoughts that's what i'm hoping like i don't want her to be another big villain <laughs> yeah, i don't want no i want like i don't know if i want a redemption story but i do want something more out of her than just like anger toward like revenge all the time for right. uh, towards hong shimok 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then we jump back to the criminal legal and division of the prosecution, whatever team this is, <laughs> for this. Um, oh, yeah. And our weasel pops up. So long, day. Ugh. So he pops up. This scene was hilarious because everybody was on Twitter was like, why was he talking so fast? He was he, talking he, he so was, fast. Not only was he talking so fast, he was pronunciating. I was like, I could probably, if I listened to it enough, I could probably say it exactly the way he did. I was like, oh my God. I I should do a TikTok of just recreating that scene because he... Lee Shunyuk was like on it. I was like the pronunciation, the eyes, the O's, the U's. I was like, I he didn't skip. He did. I wonder how many inches he did for that scene. I need to know because he was hand movement movements. He's like, and I will do this and this and this for you. I was like, okay. So what we're talking about basically is our weasel. He comes in to the um Chief Choi, um not Chief Choi, but Chief Wu. I think that's his last name. Is that his last name? Um, I want to say that his last name. Yeah. yeah, Chief Wu. He basically goes to Chief Wu, which is like, I have dirt on Choi Bit. Now, Choi Bit is the chief over the team for the police department for this, you know, upcoming, you know, discussion that they're going to have about case rights. And he was just, he goes into this whole thing where he's like selling, selling the information he has. Yeah. He's basically saying that there was a case that happened while she was the chief not at the national police agency but okay (laughs) not at the national police agency but at like a smaller um like a city police department and there was a case where um um i think it was a judge is it a judge chief Oh, prosecutor. There we go. A chief prosecutor who died of a heart attack supposedly after drinking and driving. However, he never drank since his body couldn't handle alcohol. His wife also raised a formal objection, but that was all missing from the report that Dong Jae received and no further investigation had occurred. As the prosecutor in charge, Dong Jae followed up with the police station. Asserts Chief Choi covered up the death of a prosecutor. What makes it particularly odd is that he likely died of natural illnesses. So why would they cover that up? This is interesting. That is very suspicious. Yeah. Like, why didn't you just... Anyway. <clears throat> so, but if Chief Wu wants, Dong Jae's willing to, you know, go look up more stuff, find out what's happening. But, you know, as he leaves he's a chief and he's just like hi how are you like they weren't mortal enemies three years ago <laughs> he's shocked and he's kind of like like doesn't he say like after he walks away he's like what is he doing here right yeah as he's as he like puts on a happy face his weasel face he puts on his weasel face and just like hey how you been didn't know you were up here he's like i didn't know i was gonna be here either and leaves he's like what the hell is he doing <laughs> how did he get such a promotion when everyone is like dying to be in the same spot yeah so dong jay um you know does this whole thing all rest to dig up dirt uh chief wu calls shimuk in they talk some more about the upcoming uh discussion and you know uh yeah, they both the both teams are deciding 
who's going to be there, who's not going to be there. They've all decided that people who are actually, who have actually been researching and who are actually plugged, well, not plugged, who've been researched and who are actually have positions within the agencies that have, that are housing the teams. This makes no sense, but follow me. (laughs) (laughs) People who are actually a part of the team and not people who have been dispatched to the teams, both in the police department and the prosecution, are not allowed to come to the final table to discuss the rights. Yeah. So, Choi Beat and um, Yojin are both have been dispatched from different jurisdictions to be a part of the team, while the other two police on the team were actually placed in that team, and that's where they're originally from. The same thing goes for Shimuk and... Um, Chief Wu, they've been dispatched from different offices to have, you know, double titles as a part of the team. So they're also going to be sitting at the table to talk about um talk about team um talk about the case rights. And so then we jump to Yojin and Chimuk finally meeting for the first time this season in this loud ass restaurant. <laughs> oh yeah. I was like, Jesus, is there something I'm missing here? Why are they talking so much? <laughs> It's like a whole group of I want to say people who just hike a lot. It's yeah, a hiking group, so. and so they talk about um, they talk about you know why the case got so close, how they've been doing, and then Shimuk. Um, oh, but before that, Shimuk while Shimuk was in um, with Chief Wu, he got a glimpse of a case file that talks about a police officer who committed suicide. And that is also definitely has something to do with everything because we got a preview for that case for episode three. Mm-hmm. Now, this was also something that Choi Beat had handled in her jurisdiction before she got moved to the National Police Agency. So that's supposed to be more dirt on her, I guess. And so, you know, oh, the Supreme Prosecutor's Office. There we go. That's the name of it. The Supreme Prosecutor's Office and the National Police Agency. Now that I have the names, I will not get them confused anymore. Okay. (laughs) So they're just, they're, um, they, you know, talk, they, uh, Shimuk, uh, does she tell him that she's gonna, I don't think she tells him that she's also on the committee. No, she doesn't tell him. But he tells her yeah. that he's at the Supreme Prosecutor's Office and that he will be on the committee for the case rights. But Shimuk doesn't know that Yojin is also on the committee for the case rights. So they're going to be on opposite sides for probably a lot of episodes. It's going to be interesting. I don't think mm-hmm. they're going to hate each other. They're just, you know, they're just doing their jobs and disagreeing. Exactly. They're obviously still friends. And so then Chief Wu, after looking at the cases and the files that Dong Jae has given him, calls Dong Jae. Um, we cut back to Shimuk and Yoja talking about how the drowning case probably ended in settlement from the guy that they thought was a suspect. You know, Yeonjin tries, she looks like she wants to tell Shimuk that she's going to be on the committee, but she doesn't because he gets a call from Chief Wu asking him to meet. And again, he's not allowed to eat. <laughs> time <laughs> they won't let my boy eat and so then he um gets up he leaves he goes to a restaurant to find the weasel and chief Wu sitting together and that is the end of season two episode two. Oh. <laughs> this is just the foreground this is just only the beginning yeah. and that i'm excited but worried like how far is this case gonna build up that this is only the beginning. 
I wonder if there's gonna be like <clears throat> the potential for somebody to like die. Like, is there gonna be a murderer or a killer they're gonna have to watch out for in this mm-hmm. one, or, um, or is it mostly gonna be like solved? Is is it gonna be mostly cases that they're just linking up? Like, will there not be really any blood in this one? Or I'm just interested to see how it's gonna go but they finally i think now after the second episode it's gonna start picking up a lot faster i do i do i think that they laid great groundwork we have two cases that we need to look out for three actually so there's the drowning case with the kids two so what happened with that case is that three kids went on vacation one kid went to the bathroom the other two kids who were drunk said that they were going to go to the beach but at the beach the line that the government had set up had been cut because a rich couple had come earlier burned it to take pictures for instagram so the two kids drowned and one kid was alive the second case is a chief prosecutor who seemingly died of natural causes but on the reports, it said it was a drunk case. Like he mm-hmm. died with, there was alcohol in his system. But that prosecutor is, that chief prosecutor was known for not drinking alcohol because his body cannot naturally process it. Third is the police officer who committed suicide in his case. Now, I think that case is going to be our jumping off point. Yeah. Because then, it has to do with the police department. And now, and then we also, we pretty much know where every single character is now, like establish what they've been doing. So um, pretty great two episodes, I say. I don't have like, I don't have to yeah. wonder about all the older characters. You pretty much, all the, you've seen, I think we've seen all the new characters, <coughs> as well, all the new important characters we've met as well. Yes, yes. And it looks like, Dongze and Simu are gonna have to work as a team, which is which never. Is gonna be interesting. <laughs> it's not gonna work because they work in two totally different ways, yeah. and, <laughs> and Shimu is really not gonna want to do anything that Dongze has to do, and exactly. Dongze is really not gonna listen to Shimu. But the thing is, the 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 difference between that dynamic is also that Shimu is ready and willing to throw Dun- to throw Dongze not under the bus, but expose him if he has to. Yeah. While Dong Jing, on the other hand, Shimuk is not going to do anything that he could expose him for. <laughs> so, yeah. I think that Chief Wu did this on purpose because he can get all the information that Dong Jing has, but Shimuk will keep an eye on him so he won't do anything illegal, which will yeah. backfire on the prosecution when it comes to this committee about case rights. <sighs> so, the next two episodes are going to be interesting. It comes out Sunday? Tomorrow and Sunday, I think. Saturday or Saturday and Sunday? Yeah, Saturday and Sunday. <coughs> Saturday and Sunday. Whew. Weekend drama. It is doing great ratings in Korea. I'm happy about that. Yes. I feel like I don't know. I feel like it's much there's much more anticipation for it this season than there was for the first season. Or maybe yeah. I just wasn't on on Twitter then. Well now people are just like there's part of it is like is it going to live up to the hype, you know, especially from what season one was, because season one was so good. It's like, what could this possibly be? But, I mean, it's still the only two episodes. Um, It might, our thoughts might drastically change after episode three and four. Like, they might just really drop one on us. (laughs) I, see, okay, so I, I watched the preview for the second, for the third episode when Mm -hmm. I ended episode two. I haven't watched it again, but I think that gun, the other police officer that we love, yeah, I think he might have something to do with the case. Okay, was that not him? I feel like because I didn't. I didn't see it. I pretty. I, I, yeah, 
I think it's somebody from Young Sun Station that was under Choi Beat before they came to Young Sun and maybe worked on this case. And I think mm-hmm. it might be done. And I hope it's not him. But <laughs> like I, pr- I pray to God that it's not him and that I'm overthinking because. I don't know how else this would get like real personal for Yunjin because I think this is gonna get real personal for her because it got real personal for Shimuk in the first season. Yeah, but I think it's gonna be more personal for her. So I, I don't know. I mean, we'll find out Saturday, I guess. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> like, and also, how does Yunjin fit into this? Like, her making an appearance in season two means she has something to do. Or Hanjo, her company, has something yeah. to do with what's going on. And so I'll be interested to see how she's going to fit into this puzzle. I really am. I just, <laughs> I want to see if she's going to be, like, clear-headed for a moment or she's going to have, like, her little, like, crazy moments that's going to make me be like, I need you to think. I need you to stop <laughs> thinking with your anger and really, like, clear your head and see what you have to do because she is really powerful breathe. Like, like if she, she is. if she becomes like if she gets uh yeah, exactly like i need you to count to three and breathe but, sweetie um, you'll see yeah it's i think it's gonna i don't know i'm i just i want to know huh um i was saying what would happen to don Jay's family like will we see them <sighs> That'll I we we're excited to see whoever the woman <laughs> is who married him and then had a kid with him, cause like I wonder if he's like a whole different person at home. Like he's only a weasel at work, and he's like, a, what if he's like a great father and a great husband? He's a little annoyed. I'm gonna be like, <laughs> <laughs> what if he's like a great father and a great husband? That'll be interesting. <laughs> I I think what's getting me is that. We had the big hit in season one at the very beginning. Oh, we yeah. haven't gotten the big hit yet. Like, when no. there was a killer, when we had to find a killer, that was, like, our whole motive of season one. We don't have a motive for season two yet, besides the committee. But, like, even then, we're I feel like all the viewers are kind of like, eh, because we both of our favorite characters are on opposite sides. So, so exactly. we're like, as long as y'all don't kill each other, <laughs> That's- whatever happens at this committee, I don't care about <laughs> want the friendship to be intact right let the friendship be intact i don't care if you, you, you have your little big discussions and fights but as long as y'all eat dinner together afterwards i'm okay <laughs> but like we don't have a big we don't have a big bad wolf yet yeah. we don't have i don't also don't feel like we have a big bad case like we don't have no. you know little red riding hood you know where is she Little Red Riding Hood was trash, obviously, but he was still a victim of murder in the first season. So, like, it'll be, I don't, oh, yeah, it's, it's making me anxious, but I'm, like, excited for it. Like, I wanna, I wanna know what our motive is. Like, there's a motive for crime, there's, like, there's a formula to crime drama. Like, there's a big mystery we gotta just unfold, and we don't have any of that yet. I just, the one thing about this drama, which I guess is, when I think about it, every crime drama has it, I just feel like it's emphasizing this one, is the fact Mm -hmm. that the big reveal at the end of every episode, like, not big reveal, but it's like, 
what the cliffhanger they leave you on with the little music playing in the background. I always, <laughs> when I, when I click like the 40 minutes, I'm like, okay, there's four, there's, there's 10 minutes left of this episode. So what are they about to give us? That's how I, right. that's how I feel. I even felt the episode one, episode two. I was like, okay, so the music about to start playing. <laughs> and one of the main points of this storyline is about to appear. So that's yeah. what I'm excited for, for episode three and four is the last 10 minutes of the episode. Oh, they're going to, I don't know. Like, I feel like that's going to be something that's going to come out of left field that we're not prepared for. Yeah, I, I do think that's, it's. I hope it's not another character death, but I feel like it'll be another <laughs> character death. They hit that, they hit it, they hit us with it, like, real soon compared to, like, a lot Oh, <laughs> If anybody, you know what might happen? I don't mm. think it is going to because Dong Jay was supposed to have a lot of lines this season. But like, what if Dong Jay dies mid-season? Because oh. he's, he's snooping around all these police cases to find corruption. You know, what if he stumbles upon something he really shouldn't be looking at? Well, we're going to have to look at, but like... And that then she could be possible, honestly, because he just... He he go he does a lot, especially now if he's like digging dirt and that's what he's gonna be doing for most of the show. Yeah. Maybe. Or maybe they'll make us think he died. Like Oh, I don't think that this show's not good at doing think died. It's like <laughs> die die. <laughs> this <laughs> this show doesn't give us hope. <laughs> like, you know what I think they would do? I feel like what this show would do would be like somebody would get kidnapped and like they would start cutting off their body parts, like cutting off fingers and leaving them places, Jesus which is Christ. really like dark. I could see that happening though. Like somebody, and that's like, I don't know, like a case they have to solve. Right. Because right now it's to be very honest, it's very slow paced to it be is. called secret forest too. So there has to be something else that like exactly. gets the ball moving again. And so if one of the members who is part of the committee dies, then more press is going to be on it. The prosecution, the police might then have to work together. Mm-hmm. Like that. Oh, wow. I don't think Dong is going to die. No. But, but, but Dong also good think, at surviving. He's we didn't also think, real good at surviving. Yeah, <laughs> so he like, is. But we also didn't think um, Homegirl was going to die in season oh. one. <laughs> There was no expectation for that to happen. I'm trying to think who else could possibly die for us to like get the ball moving. Mm, it could be um, Gun, I think. Oh, or maybe his, God, like, no, I like, like his chief. Oh, I like Gun. <laughs> I think it might it might be Gun because you know what? After Gun started working with Shimuk and Yojin, especially mm-hmm. when during like the special investigation team, like he changed a lot of his. Pers- I feel like a lot of his perspectives regarding the police change because he was very loyal. He was very down for the, you know, for the badge and all of yeah. that. But then, after seeing all the, you know, seeing the chief prosecutor being, you know, arrested for prostitution, he was just like, oh. Okay, like, what if he finds, or he knows something, or he finds something, and he wants to go to the prosecution with it, but another police officer kills him. Maybe, oh, maybe. <laughs> oh, my heart hurts. <laughs> oh, I don't want that to happen. Okay, we need to end this, because I'm just sitting here start thinking of <laughs> what could be happening. 
But yeah, I'm excited for Saturday. If something really big happens, three and four, we'll probably come back with another episode. If not, yeah. you can find us on Twitter at C O M M N T D and watch our reactions there. I'm Tori. I'm Marin. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.